You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast here on this Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. On the show today, part two of my conversation with Arm Layden, we talk about what changes we would make to the MLB offseason, what changes we would make to the MLB in general, just kind of, you know, a free-flowing conversation about some stuff. And also we talk about George Springer and where we think he might end up. And we talk about the fit with the Nationals. Uh, will he end up with the Nats? Could he end up somewhere else in the NL East? So we talk about that as well. Quick show today, but a fun one with Arm Layton. I've mentioned this a lot, and I feel like I've been groveling too much about the speed of the offseason, but it's come to my attention now, and especially that I'm doing this podcast, because people want to talk to me a whole lot more about baseball. The number of complaints I'm getting about the speed of the offseason is staggering. Like, I'm not the only person who thinks this. People listen to my show. They reach out to me and say, you know, that's my friends. They reach out and say, you're, you're spot on with this. And this is not to toot my own horn, because I'm sure people who listen to this show are probably tired of me saying this. But, like, it's just uh, – do you have MLB.com, the MLB app notifications turned on your phone? Um, it, well, it wouldn't make a difference right now, would it? I mean, it's just – but yeah, no, but what I'm saying something's is, happening, yeah. Well, well but, no, but here's the problem is, I mean, I'm getting these notifications – and it's all these roundtable conversations about who's available and where they could go. And I'm like, I've read the same article 27,000 times. Yeah. Um, no, and it's, it's just like, holy shit, man, we got to change this. We got to make like, like I'm uh, you're an NBA fan, correct? A heat fan. Am I? Yes. Yes. Okay. You know this, but you know, if you're, you know, if you're a heat fan, you obviously experienced LeBron summer was, you probably remember uh, the summer of LeBron coming in that press conference, almost, almost as much as you remember the championships, like the NBA oh, yeah. off season is an event and it's fun and it's exciting. The baseball off season is an event in the beginning and then sucks. And then the guys eventually sign, right? Like there's no uh, conversation, conversation, crescendo signing. It's just conversation, conversation, let down because nobody is signing. I agree. And it's a lot of it goes into the CBA. I think when we look at why teams are not willing to spend on, on players that are kind of in that middling range and the things that go into that, because of you look at a lot of the things that teams are able to do in terms of just having an advantage financially, uh, when you can just bring up, you know, a prospect that you've been sitting on and get them at the major league minimum and stick them at first base instead of signing a Jesus Aguilar for $4 million and just teams are being savvy, which I get, but I, I think if you have a salary floor or payroll floor, I think that'll start to help things a lot too. Uh, I just think you're seeing some of the players that are getting non-tendered right now. It blows mm -hmm. my mind when you see Mitch Moreland get traded for, for two quality prospects, then they don't pick up a $3 million option on him. Right. He basically had 72 at bats in San, San, or San Diego, excuse me. Like, I just don't understand um, why baseball is okay with having the Marlins or the Rays at $30 million in payroll and then a $200 million payroll with the Dodgers. Like, how can you have it be that polarizing? No other sport is like that. And I think if you raise the floor, teams are going to be required to scoop up these guys. I think they do a pretty good job with making the, the trade deadline interesting. And yes. usually that's pretty, pretty interesting. More from my conversation with RM Layton in a second, but first a word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. 
Football season is winding down, but the uh, you guys know the action is heating up definitely with the NFL playoffs. College football playoff final is on Monday night. There's a whole lot to get on there. Also, college hoops and the NBA guys. And there's only one place that we trust, one place that has you all covered, and that is betonline.ag. Right now, go there. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, you got the NFL playoffs. you got college football playoff coming up, college hoops. Uh, the NBA, the Wizards are back in action. They've got some MLB futures as well, and we're hoping that they'll create a few more for us. So if you guys let us know if there are any futures you want, we can have them make those. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, once again, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On to receive a 50% welcome sign-up bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Rock Auto is the best place for the cheapest prices on parts for your vehicle, car or truck or whatever you have. rockauto.com has, uh, they've got parts for it at a very, very affordable price. It's a family business serving auto parts uh, customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and shop for any auto body part. Um, for hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brake pads to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily driver. Get everything you need with a few easy clicks delivered to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know what we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com also, guys, check out the Locked On Bets podcast. I know they're having a they're having a rough go of it lately. Uh, they liked the Jazz last night. The Jazz lost by thirty four. So, uh, if you guys would like to ridicule them for that, you can. Uh, but also, to be honest, the show's very good. And, and anybody who's you know involved in the uh, sports action business, you guys know it's a tough one. They got red hot to begin with, cooled off a little bit, but it's a fun, entertaining show, and you guys will enjoy it. So go check them out over there, Locked On Bets, wherever you guys get your podcast from. All right, here comes the rest of my conversation with Aram Layden of Locked On Prospects and Locked On Marlins. But how do we how do we make the MLB offseason more interesting? I don't know. Well, it's like uh, that in the draft too. I mean, the draft sucks as well, and uh, I get it's during baseball season. But like maybe you, I mean, I think something they could they should definitely look at in the future is having a day where there's no baseball and it's yeah. and, and the entire baseball world focuses on the draft. All star break. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a brilliant idea. Coincide it with, I guess, the the Friday, you know, because and once again, the NBA All Star Weekend is a game mean anything? Well, actually, it starts in the last five minutes is always pretty fun to watch, but like the game is meaningless, oh, and it's, it's still a huge event. Yeah, the, the slam dunk competitions. And, and look, I, I I like baseball's All Star Weekend. It's it's nice, but uh, you know that's where all the collusion happens for for the NBA, right? It's where all the players are talking and yep. GMs are talking. I give me that in baseball form. Give me some of that excitement because we want, you know, you and I are podcasting with us. We want to give the fans stuff. We love baseball. We're excited about it. Give us something to be excited about. These, these other sports dominate a lot of time. They dominate months where their sport is not happening. Baseball does not. 
a hundred percent. And could you imagine having the all-star weekend tied in with, you know, tied in with the draft mm-hmm. and having just all of the stars there, you have the, the big league stars, the future stars, and yeah. you already have that future stars game, right? That's yeah. part of the all-star week. Like it just all fits in. So perfectly. you could have those guys do the announcements for picks for their like, teams and stuff. It'd be it's great. endless. So you literally have the super, super future. You have the kind of near future, and then you have the present all right. in one area. And it's kind of crazy that two, you know, assholes just sitting in front of microphones <laughs> now are coming up with better ideas than Rob Manfred. But I think we're going to have a lot discussed in the CBA. I'm sure that's towards mm-hmm. the back of things. But in terms of the offseason, from some of the people that I've talked to around the game, uh, they think that, you know, it's just teams taking advantage of what they're able to do and posturing. And, you know, that's why you're seeing Scott Boris clients trying to reciprocate in a way and that's why you see some of his players just not even play going like a quarter of the way into the season but it almost always ends up biting back to them and the teams always end up winning that because they'll find somebody else and i think that's where we got to figure some things out in terms of the cba and uh from all i'll say on that front is i think they need some new representation for the players yeah it's yes i i think i agree i think we when we talked last offseason all of us were kind of saying Look, as bad as Manfred has been, you know, the Tony Clark has not been a shining example of how to represent a players union. Um, one more thing. So George Springer, uh, you know, I've seen we've seen some chatter about it. Look, the, the, it's my opinion. You know, I saw last night. I, I, I had the funniest notification ever. Arm. I have to I have to read this thing to you. Uh, I believe it was about the offer that the the uh, Blue Jays made. And it was a considerable offer. In their in their estimation, and it was nowhere near what George Springer was looking for, which then turns to my next part of this: um, the Mets and George Springer are making eyes at each other. Is the way that I have been reading everything that I am seeing. It's just a matter of when and where we can, you know, and 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 how much and, and how many years, and we finalize those those details. I'm not saying it's a foregone conclusion. Obviously, things can change, but in my opinion, uh, George Springer is. It seems like he's heading to the big the Big Apple. Uh, yeah, you got a pretty good hold on that. I'd say from one of my, I'm not a big like sources guy, right. but a pretty, a pretty reliable, uh, source, I guess, uh, it, that's pretty close to the Mets organization and stuff like that. It seemed to make that same analogy of, you know, making eyes at each other. There's mutual interest. Uh, but there's just, again, like communication disconnect between his agent and the Mets front office. And I think it's because the Mets front office is a little bit undecided whether they're going to go after Springer or Bauer. Uh, it's probably going to be one or the other, right? I mean, I know Cohen has money, but at, the, at that point, you can't really have both. Um, I think Springer would be a great fit for the Nationals. And when I did my, my did uh, projections for the free agency, I, I put Springer with the Nationals. But, you know, you never know. You never know. I mean, you could get frustrated if you're George Springer or his agent to say, you know what, screw it, and and just not wait around anymore. If the Nationals put together a good offer, that's where you might be happy that you had the Josh Bell financial flexibility. Mm-hmm. Or you could just bring in my boy Yasiel Puig and go from there. But uh, there's some good outfielders available. Eddie Rosario, there, there's so many out there. I think you could trade for Cole Calhoun. Like, there's a lot of interesting bats out there outfield wise and the Marlins are looking for some 
The Nationals are looking for some. I don't know why the Yankees are allegedly looking for some. Um, yeah, that wouldn't make much sense. Clint Frazier's like the ugly stepson right. that they just hate. I don't know what, <laughs> you know, they always say like, don't worry about who's in front of you. Just take care of what you got to take care of and the rest will work out. Clint Frazier is the, like the one exception to that because the guy <laughs> performs and they're just like, no, let's go look at, you know, let's bring Brett Gardner back or let's go for Yasiel Puig. That is funny. I, I think, I think it's a good fit. I think the nationals are going to go get somebody, but I think if, if they really want to get back to where they were, yeah. Springer makes that lineup. It takes a really good lineup. The, I it makes it elite. I, makes I, it elite. I, I don't think the money's there. I, I think that's, I, I think they could afford Springer. They just couldn't afford anything else. Like I, I think a George, I think a George Springer contract makes things like the, like Max Scherzer, uh, maybe getting in, in a year or two that makes that more challenging. Like I, I, and I, I don't think they want to be in a spot where they have to pinch pennies moving forward in, in, in the spot, like, you know, getting a guy like a, like a, a Scherzer extension, you know, for a year or two, or, you know, maybe getting Josh Bell, if he performs well, getting Josh Bell, you know, giving, extending his time with the club. I, I, my general feeling is that Mike Rizzo has said that money is no issue. He's at the money to go out there and, and make it happen. My feeling though, is that it's not like FU money, like the Mets have. Well, that's a good point too, because there's a lot of guys that you ultimately are going to have to pay. And uh, I mean, what's Juan Soto's contract situation? Right yeah, now? it's. I mean, I mean they're going to like, he's going to get extended here in the next two or three years, right? I yeah, mean, it's, yeah, he's it's, blank it's check territory. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to figure out there. But I mean, you have Strasburg coming off. You have eventually Scherzer coming off the books. You'll have eventually Corbin coming off the books in what three years mm-hmm. two years so long term it's it's there but Springer's also a guy that relies a lot on his athleticism do you want to be tied to a bad contract and you know in three years I don't know and and I can I can see that side of it too so but still I, a power bat and there's plenty of oh, those they, need, they need one they need one they bad need one. they need one I mean you got to compete with that Braves lineup and if yeah. the pitching's healthy it's as good as anybody's and uh they're out there I, I agree maybe Springer's not the guy but then you got to go do something else to complement that that acquisition with one of those of Cole Calhoun or you know Yasiel Puig or any of those seven eight million dollar guys mm-hmm. that can give you a jolt in your lineup. But I'm excited. The NL East is going to be tough. Steel cage year. match. It's going to be a steel cage, steel cage match. match. It, it is. Hundred percent. Uh, Aram, thank you so much for giving us your time. Where can people find you and your work and all of its variety? Uh, of course. So at LO underscore MLB prospects is the Twitter there and at RM Layton eight for the personal. I'm going to be doing a rundown on the national system pretty soon. Good thing I didn't do it yet because I would have spent a few minutes on Eddie Yeen and now I don't have to, <laughs> uh, but definitely going to be diving into that system pretty soon. And then uh, just continuing going through all the systems in baseball. And then we'll start doing some draft coverage coming up pretty soon as well. So I'm looking forward to that. That's exciting stuff, Aram. Thank you so much for taking some time. Thanks, Josh. All right, that will do it for my conversation with Aram Layden of Locked on Marlins and Locked on Prospects. Always love getting his perspective on a myriad of things. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, go check out the show we did yesterday. Uh, It was a two-parter, one big conversation, but we talked about Josh Bell, and he made the argument against the Josh Bell trade. Now, I'm going to keep saying this. A lot of these shows that cover teams, guys, you know, a lot of it's rah-rah, right, or or down in the dumps, you know, kind of uh, here and there. We gave both sides of the trade. I gave my perspective. He gave his coming from that prospect side of things. You know, Connor Jones and I talked about why this trade makes a lot of sense for the Nationals. 
And I, I think there are two sides to every coin on this trade. And Aram and I really, I think we, we did a good job, and he did a good job especially, uh, of discussing those and presenting those. Uh, so whether you're a Nationals fan or just a baseball fan in general, I, I do think there's you know always a 30,000-foot view to view moves like this, and I think that we hit on those angles. So go check that out. Go check out that show. Also follow us on Twitter if you have not already, at LO underscore Nationals. Follow me at Josh Neighbors, and we want your feedback everywhere, whether it be reviewing the podcast. I've gotten a lot of good uh, constructive criticism about stuff you guys want to hear there. And obviously, these are the dog days, right? We're within about two months of pitchers and catchers reporting, and the offseason is not totally complete, but obviously, there is room for us to have some more conversations. And so we want your all's input on what you guys want the show to, uh, to be, what you guys want in the offseason. Um, we did those Nats, <clears throat> excuse me, the Nats rewatches last year. And maybe, you know, we do some more of those. Maybe we'd go back in the archives and find some more classic games and rewatch those. But let us know what you guys want us to do uh, and give us some of that feedback wherever you guys want to, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be in the, uh, you know, on, on iTunes. We always love to have it. All right. Until tomorrow, stay safe.